0: Hey, everybody, real quick, before we get started, I want to tell you about the Build Something Club. If you want ad-free extended episodes of this podcast, as well as access to a community, live stream archives with bonus episodes and deals, check out buildsomething.club and sign up for just $5 a month. You'll get a bunch of great content and you get to support the show directly. And today on Build Something More... I'm going to dig deep into some numbers and how I measure success because this is a six month check in on how memberships are going. So, I'll talk about some future plans. I'm not quite ready to make public yet. I'll talk about how I'm measuring success and things like that. So, again, that's buildsomething.club. You can sign up for $5 a month or $50 a year. And every member gets an exclusive membership in the mail. Head over to buildsomething.club today. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 224 of How I Built It, the podcast that offers actionable tech tips for small business owners. It's a solo episode today to round out the first half of 2021. I can't believe... We are already halfway, a little more than halfway, I guess now, through 2021, but I generally take a month-long break for the last two weeks of June and the first two weeks of July, so this will be the last episode for about a month, and when we come back, I'll be all refreshed so you can use that time to... Catch up on old episodes, maybe join the club and listen to the bonus episodes because members will still get their quarterly special at the end of this month. Uh, And I'll be live streaming and things like that. But this will be the last episode for a couple of weeks, a few weeks. Uh, And so I wanted to do a check in. Now, before we get to that check in, I should tell you today's episode is brought to you by Text Expander Restrict Content Pro and the events calendar. You'll hear about them. A little later. Uh, so, so a while back, when I first launched this membership in January, actually, um, I, I published an episode about my failed Patreon experiment and why that didn't work, all the reasons I thought that didn't work. I'll link that in the show notes over at howibuilt.it slash 224. So, so, now that I've got six months under my belt and and I think I'm in a pretty good groove for the membership and I'm thinking about ways to grow it and things like that, uh, I want to do a quick check in so uh we'll talk here about a few things uh, f- starting with uh, the launch and how it went uh so um. I I did this kind of rushed. And to be honest, I I at this point I can't remember why. If it was just that I wanted to launch at the beginning of the year, I think it was that I was starting to do bonus episodes and I knew if I didn't start releasing them I'd fall behind. Like I actually do have a few bonus conversations I haven't released yet and maybe that will be maybe that'll be another thing i do for members over this break right to give them some extra content uh you know i have a conversation with david sparks about star wars and um and a couple of other you know kind of side conversations actually i i basically recorded an entire full episode as a bonus with brian crogsgard about gear and we got to catch up with that so uh, you know those will be things that i can release to the membership but um I, I did it kind of quickly. Oh, you know, I, I remember why now. Um, it's because I publicly mentioned it on a couple of other podcasts that I was going to be on, as well as I think one of these episodes. So I kind of publicly committed to a launch date of sometime in early January, and I had started preparing for that. And so I wanted to get the memberships launched before th- that episode went live because my call to action was to check out the membership and I didn't want there to be nothing to check out. Uh, so the way, I, the way I did it was I kind of bolted it on to the current How I Built It website using Restrict Content Pro. They're a sponsor. You'll hear about them a little later. Uh, using Restrict Content Pro as well as the private feeds from castos. And uh as as a member you'll you'll be able to see I'll, I'm I'm working on like a walkthrough video for members of the website and kind of how I put it all together. But I I I used Restrict Content Pro. Uh there's another plugin, Uncanny Automator, that adds some Uh, some automation aspects to Restrict Content Pro because RCP does not have Zapier integration yet. And Zapier integration is kind of the linchpin of everything. Uh, So when someone becomes a member, I use Uncanny Automator to send that request, to send information to a webhook, essentially. Um with the name and email address and from there they get access to a private feed on Castos which I can then revoke if they ever churn they they get and then they also get an invite to the Circle community and I'll talk about the community in a little bit but I did it pretty quickly like over a weekend and the first iteration like the first automation didn't work and actually uh, a couple of people did sign up on that first day. Shout out to Kate and Amber, members, builders, Kate and Amber. Thanks so much for supporting the show uh, and and the membership from the very beginning. Um, And so aside from, you know, a couple of little hiccups here and there, that really, I, I rolled this out over a weekend. So, you know, shout out, first of all, shout out to WordPress. I know I dog them a lot. Uh, I dog the the platform sometimes um, and some of the decisions over on WP review. But I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today without WordPress. And I say that a lot too. So um, shout out to WordPress and your strict content pro for making this super easy. Shout out to the Castos team um, for uh, rolling out private feeds because that made one aspect of this a lot easier. I don't know if I would have been able to use your strict content pro or I certainly wouldn't have been able to do it as cleanly as I am today. So, um, you know, shout out to them for making the launch easier. And so once I launched, I was kind of promoting it, you know, mentioning it here and there, tweeting about it. Um, But uh, I wanted, so first of all, I wanted to make sure first of all, that I can kind of do it organically. Um, And so I guess let's actually, you know, before we get into growing kind of what I'm doing to grow the audience, let's take our first break. This episode is brought to you by Restrict Content Pro. If you need a fast, easy way to set up a membership site for yourself or your clients, look no further than the Restrict Content Pro WordPress plugin. Easily create premium content for members using your favorite payment gateway, manage members, send member-only emails, and more. You can create any number of subscription packages, including free levels and free trials. But that's not all. Their extensive add-ons library allows you to do even more, like drip-out content, connect with any number of CRMs and newsletter tools, including ConvertKit and MailChimp, and integrate with other WordPress plugins like bbPress. Since the Build Something Club rolled out earlier this year, you can bet it's using Restricted Content Pro, and I have used all of the things mentioned here in this ad read. I have created free levels. I've created coupons. uh, I use ConvertKit and I'm using it with BBPress for the forums. I'm a big fan of the team, and I know they do fantastic work. The plugin has worked extremely well for me, and I was able to get memberships up and running very quickly. Right now, they are offering a rare discount for How I Built It listeners only. 20% off your purchase when you use RCP How I Built It at checkout. That's RCP How I Built It, all one word. If you want to learn more about Restrict Content Pro and start making money with your own membership site, head on over to howibuilt.it slash RCP. That's howibuilt.it slash RCP. Thanks to Restrict Content Pro for supporting the show. And now let's get back to it. Okay, so we are back. And so let's talk about uh, what I did uh, to or what I'm doing kind of to grow the membership. So first of all, I guess we can call January a soft launch. I did promote it a bit and, and I, I ran a deal where, you know, the first few people, like the first X amount of people got 25% off. Uh, so I, I did do that. Um, And, but, but I, I wanted, I basically just wanted to see what listeners, what people who followed me would sign up. And I got a handful, uh, you know, I have about 30 or so members, almost all of them at the annual rate. Um, and this is students, students too. So anybody who pays for my creator courses membership gets access to this membership as well. And, and Uh, You know, maybe that's something else that I could talk about and build something more, like what I'm doing to combine the two memberships. Um, Because kind of running two that seem different um, wasn't something I really wanted to do. And I I don't think I have a big enough audience to do that, right? Pat Flynn has like his Academy and SPI Pro and some other thing. Um, But I don't think my audience is big enough to kind of. Uh, promote and support two different memberships and the build something club is really, that's, that's the one I want to focus on. So, so what am I doing to grow the audience? First of all, um, I wanted to make sure that the value adds for members were things I could deliver. And so extended newsletters, office hours, live stream archives. Those are all things that I'm doing and continue to do. And I think those are of high value, right? Because they're paying essentially for extra content and to hear ad-free episodes, right? So, um, I think that I'm adding the value, and that's not to say I'm going to rest on my laurels. I have a few other things planned, but uh, I have proved to myself that I can deliver what I think can reasonably deliver be delivered for five bucks a month, right? Um. So the first thing I decided to do was change the call to action at the top of the show. You might have noticed if you're a longtime listener, a few weeks ago, it switched from join the mailing list to become a member. And I give a little teaser of what we talk about and build something more. So the join the mailing list one, that was pre-recorded and it just automatically added to the beginning of each episode. Uh, but the new one that's recorded as a bumper after each episode um and i think this is really important because i want to let people know what they'll get immediately after they sign up and so i'm i think at this point we're only a couple of calls to action into that i think most of them are coming after the break but i'm excited to see how well that does um i also have made public The failed Patreon experiment episode, so people can get an idea of what the show is all about. And on that note, I have uh, redesigned the landing page. So it's like actual, like a real landing page with testimonials and other content. So, because that was the other thing, I just kind of threw a page up with a payment form and a few benefits, but uh, now there's, you know, there's, there's all of the benefits. And then there are some testimonials, there's a sample episode, and then there's the, you know, this is who this is for. And uh, so I think it's cleaner. I'll, I probably maybe want to add a little bit more to it and maybe I'll try something like hot jar to see how this page is performing, but I'm trying to drive a lot of traffic there. Uh, So we've got the new call to action at the top of the show. We've got the new landing page and I'm promoting it a lot on Twitter. And it's also, I, as I start to do more of other people's podcasts, I think that's going to be my main call to action there. Like I'll have a special landing page. Where people can become a member and maybe they get a little bonus something, right? Um, you know, maybe I do an interview with the host or something like that. It's a pretty good idea. I should remember that. Um, but that's going to be my main call to action almost everywhere, and it's because I want to take this membership and grow it into something more. Uh, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing to grow the show. Um, and then the other big, big piece of what I'm doing to grow the show actually is I adding a blog to how I built it and have more content upgrade stuff for members. Uh, This is an idea that I got from Chris Lemma. Restrict content pro rolled out a new Gutenberg block. That's uh, essentially a content upgrade to get people to sign up for memberships. So the way it works is you have a blog post at the end of that blog post you have a call to action that basically says if you want to read more about this t- topic uh there's a post a continuation post essentially that's only for members so you are releasing half of the post for free and half of it for members only and i've really taken to this strategy i think it's a good one uh, and what i've generally been doing is Releasing the blog post, and then members get a, a little extra write up, and then a video where I talk directly to them about whatever. Give them a tour of Podcast Liftoff, Off, which I just relaunched, or give them a, a backstage tour of of how I built it, things like that. So this is a strategy that, as I add more content to how I built it, I hope will will work. And uh, I'm saying I hope, but I th- I think it will, right? Because Chris has written about the written Chris has written about this. Um I've partnered with my friend Jackie over at Pod So they are converting some episodes to blog posts for me and they're doing a really great job. And and then I create the the membership upgrade for it. So uh perhaps now would be a good time. Uh we'll take another break, but then I'll I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the how I built it redesign uh, and and how i went about with uh with that this episode is brought to you by text expander in our fast paced world things change constantly and errors in messaging often have significant consequences with text expander you can save time by converting any text you type into a keyboard shortcut called a snippet Say goodbye to repetitive text entry, spelling, and message errors, and trying to remember the right thing to say. When you use Text Expander, you can say the right thing in just a few keystrokes. Text Expander lets you make new approved messaging available to every team member instantly with just a few keystrokes, ensuring your team remains consistent, current, and accurate. Text Expander can also be used in any platform, any app, and anywhere you type. So take back your time and increase your productivity. But that's not all it does. With its advanced snippets, you can create fill-ins, pop-up fields, and more. You can even use JavaScript or AppleScript. I can type out full instructions for my podcast editor, hi Joel, in just a few keystrokes. Another one of my favorite and most used snippets is PPT. This will take whatever text I have on my clipboard and convert it into plain text. No more fighting formatting if I'm copying from Word or anyplace else. Last month, I saved over two hours in typing alone. That doesn't even take into the account the time I saved by not having to search for the right link, text, address, or number. You have no idea how many times I want to type out a link to a blog post or an affiliate link and I can't remember it and then I have to go searching for it. That generally takes minutes, but since I have a Text Expander snippet, it takes seconds. Text Expander is available on macOS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. I've been using it a lot more on my iPhone lately because I've been working from my iPhone more uh, because there are days when I'm just not in front of my computer right now. If you've been curious about trying Text Expander or simple automation in general, now's the time. Listeners can get 20% off their first year. Just visit TextExpander.com slash podcast and let them know that I sent you. Thanks so much to Text Expander for sponsoring the show. And now let's get back to it. Okay, so we're back. Let's talk about the How I Built It redesign a little bit. I'm, I'm certain I've, I've written about it in other places. Maybe the newsletter. Um, maybe the members newsletter, but I, for months, I've been thinking about redesigning how I built it. I wasn't the happiest with the current theme, Uh, but I, I wasn't like, I was like, why rock the boat sort of? Uh, and and adding a blog really gave me an excuse to do that. So I switched to Astra. Uh, and I specifically pick, picked Astra because uh, in the near future, I, I might want to like make WP Review a sort of sub-site of how I built it, right? Because they're both feeds on the same account. And so I can't have a separate domain for them. Uh, but I can change the design thanks to Astra's templates, uh, where I can say, you know, if if a post is in this category, then use this template instead, which is which is neat. Uh, it's like a no code solution for that. Uh, but the main reason was I wanted something that was maybe a little bit more readable, not just fully focused on the podcast. Right when I first launched this, uh, I I had sponsors but I didn't have transcripts. I thought that this was going to be a little podcast side project, so I didn't put that much thought into it. And now, I mean, geez, as I record it, as I record this, it'll be uh, four years since I've gone full-time self-employed. And and this podcast has been a major part of my business. So this podcast is almost uh, is five years old. Uh, this podcast is five years old, and um, me being self-employed, four years old, relying on this podcast, and so a lot has changed since then. Memberships, sponsorship, a big archive, uh, multiple shows, kind of on this this one site, and I I wanted a lot of reorganizing, and in that I made it easier for members to log in. I made their navigation easier, right? Because if you just if just two months ago, if you had visited the site. As a member, you'd be like, where's all my stuff? I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Where are my benefits? So I made it easier to sign in. I made it easier to join the club. And I have this big focus on content. Written content and uh, and then the recorded content. So on the bottom of each, each episode page, there's the want to get even more ad-free episodes. There's the call to action there. On the bottom of each blog post, There's a specific call to action about the content that you can get as a member. And now I'm adding other things like the live stream archive and things like that. So I used Astra. I picked a couple of fonts I really liked. I had the color scheme ready to go. Uh, But my uh, my biggest part of the redesign and testing was Making sure everything worked with Beaver Builder. I'm still using Beaver Builder for the landing pages because I didn't want to do that major redesign like I did with Podcast Liftoff. Uh, but I made sure that the membership stuff worked, that buying is as easy as possible, which I'm not convinced it is yet. I, I'm, I maybe want to streamline that a little bit more. Uh, But accessing the members-only episodes, I wanted to make sure that was easier. Accessing the members-only articles, I wanted to make sure that was easier. And I wanted to make sure that none of the members' uh, exclusive content was leaking out. So I changed a bunch of things. And I think the site's better for it. It's not perfect yet, and I need to put a little bit more time into it. But that redesign uh, was the membership was a big part of why I decided to redesign the site Uh, okay so we've talked about how the launch went we talked about what I'm doing to kind of grow memberships and we talked about the redesign let's take one more break and then I'll talk about assessment and plans for the future before we get into build something more This episode is brought to you by the Events Calendar, the original calendar for WordPress. This free plugin helps you with calendaring, ticketing, and more powerful tools to help you manage your events from start to finish. Whether you run school events, concerts at a venue, or fundraisers for nonprofits, the Events Calendar gives you the tools you need to make it your own. And with the Events Calendar Pro, you can create custom views, recurring events, add your own custom fields to events, and much more. Run virtual events? No problem. With the virtual events add-on, you can quickly and easily manage your online-only or hybrid events. With deep zoom integration, custom virtual event coding for search engine optimization, and the ability to embed video feeds directly on your website, The Events Calendar makes putting virtual and hybrid events together easier, and I can't stress this one enough. Let me tell you, I have tried to roll my own webinar software, my own live stream event software, and it is difficult, and I have 20 years experience making websites. The Events Calendar is the tool that you need to make virtual events a lot easier. You can even sell tickets and only show the stream to ticket holders. If you run events, whether in person or online, you need the events calendar. Head on over to howibuilt.it slash events to learn more. That's howibuilt.it slash events to start running your events more efficiently today. Thanks so much to the events calendar for supporting the show. And now let's get back to it. All right. So, let's get into assessment. How do I really think things are going? Well, it's slower than I'd like. I saw a little boom at the beginning and you know, those are the people who uh thank you builders. Those are the people who are really into the show and and want to support my work and those are the people I didn't really um whom I've already sold through putting out quality content for the last five years. Uh, But I'm not discouraged, right? I know ultimately, like, I don't think I wasted my time or launched this too early or anything. This isn't like Patreon because I put a lot of thought into a clear plan for this and I'm actually delivering on the promises, right? Something that I've been saying to people over and over and over again with memberships is... A uh, low effort and high reward, right? So I'm not saying cheap out. But if there's something that you can do easily that is highly valuable to your members, like the bonus episodes or like the live stream archives, right? The live streams, I do them weekly anyway. But now there's a benefit to members who can't make the live streams they get access to all of them. And very soon, I will have like a better archive to find information from the live streams, right? That's one of my other goals. So um I know ultimately having this in place is better for longer term growth of the show, the community, and the business. You know, again, one of my regrets with creator courses was not cultivating the community sooner. So. How are things going right now? Slower than I'd like, but I'm in it for the long haul. Um, I just recently uh, read, I believe this was a thought from uh, Marcus Aurelius. I'm reading meditations right now, Uh, but this was highlighted in Obstacle is the Way, which by the way, another member benefit that I'm adding now is my book notes, right? I usually do handwritten book notes for the books I'm reading that I highlight in my newsletter. So now people will still people in the newsletter will still get the highlights, um. But members will get my handwritten notes, the things that I thought were important, right? And one of the things mentioned was uh, follow the process, not the prize. Focus on the doing, and not on on how much money you'll make, right? Because nothing nothing worth doing is a, is a get-rich-quick scam, uh, scam, Freudian slip, I guess, uh, scheme. You know, I think anybody who promises you can get rich really quick is, is being less than truthful, we'll say. Uh, so I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to focus on the process and not the prize. And I know that through the process and through refinement, I will grow this membership bigger And the prize will come. So, and the prize, by the way, is not just money. It's a community of people who listen to this show that we're all learning together. We're all growing our businesses together, right? I learned just as much from these interviews as hopefully you do. And that's part of the prize as well. Uh, so the other assessment there is the community. I The community was not really an afterthought, but how I implemented it was. And and I'm using Circle now. Um, I was going to use BB Press or Buddy Press. And I just thought like I, there's, I think I've talked about this on a previous show too. Uh, I would just rather spend my time working inside the community and coming up with good content and discussions than working... On the tech that drives the community, so I'm using circle and engagement again, it's not as as is not as much as I'd like to see, but we're getting there. you know it's the more people are there, the more people become aware of it. Uh, I'm confident the more engagement we'll see so that's assessment. Let's talk about plans for the near future now um so, first of all, um more engagement in the community is something I definitely want to do, and I'm trying to think of more ways to do that AMAs maybe or or piping live streams, maybe you know, maybe members only live streams right into the community. Uh, but you know, I'd have to give them notice because not enough people are just hanging out in the community, right? So maybe incentivize um incentivize the community. I've been trying to do that through the newsletter, right? Where I'm like, join the community and let's discuss this newsletter. Um, I haven't seen a ton of returns on that yet either though. So uh, I I know like showing up is really important. Um, right now, my VA posts a lot of the repetitious posts that I think that's just something I'm going to have to do uh, so people see my face more. Uh, I definitely get in there and comment on everything, but Again, I think me being around there more, maybe getting more people, uh, AMAs, high profile people in there, um, to engage with my community. I think that's I think that's probably the way to do it. By the way, you can join the community even if you're not a member. Um, so the 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 there's a a free tier in the community. Um, if you go to how I built it slash community, you have that member or the the community invite. So you can still go in there and share your work and things like that. But community members have access to a different part of of Circle uh, and their own space where there's like office hours and things like that. So, uh, you know, if you're interested, again, all of this will be in the show notes over at howibuilt.it slash 224. I want to finish the website improvements. Uh, So, you know, there are a few kind of user experience things I want to change after I've tested it a little bit. I want to get more feedback from visitors and listeners to see if there's any way I can improve the website. Uh, But then some of the bigger changes, right, is I want to integrate courses in some way. So right now I have two options for the membership, but it's the same benefits, right? It's $5 a month or $50 a year. So it's the same benefits, but you get two months free. Uh, if, If there's a way for me to have people sign up for the membership on the build something club and then kind of get access to the courses over at creator courses um you know th- that might be something i'm i'm willing to explore in the near future or offer a higher uh kind of coaching tier or or uh, something like that where um for $25 a month on top of all the member benefits I- i'll also teach you how to make websites or we'll have like weekly sessions on website development or WordPress or whatever. Uh, But that's a little bit murky, right? Cause I I have my courses over at creator courses. So um, you know, that's, or, or maybe just the model I, I originally had, which was, if you become a member on creator courses, you just get the uh, build something club membership benefits maybe that's really the way to go. But that's something I'm trying to work out, right? Is I think there is a way I can offer more value um, while integrating some of my other offerings uh, and and consolidating them is another important goal of mine. So that's it for this episode. We talked about um, everything from launch, uh, to how I'm growing, the redesign, and then the assessment and future plans. Uh, in build something more, I'll talk about how I'm measuring success. Uh, and then I I mentioned something earlier about maybe combining the memberships. I think I'll have to go back and read the transcript for that. But um, you know, I, I'll talk about how I'm measuring success. Talk about exact numbers. Uh, and my, my goals. So if you want to hear that and more and get ad free extended episodes of every episode of How I Built It, sign up $5 a month over at buildsomething.club. I hope to see you there. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Text Expander, Restrict Content Pro, and the events calendar. For all the show notes, you can head over to howIbuilt.it slash 224. And maybe, uh, you know, if you want to answer a question I have for you, are are you interested in launching a membership? And if so, what's it about? Let me know. Okay. So uh, thanks so much for listening and until next time, get out there and build something.